Welcome back, everybody, to Auspicious Conversation episode. Holy shit, what are we on? 19. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause. Uh, da, 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 da. And in the uh, Price is Right theme, I got with me three amazing co hosts. Uh, Big Barter is uh, just celebrating by himself for some reason about uh, getting drunk. So he decided to sit with this one out. Anyways, introducing the lineup as always, we got DJ Academics on here. Say what's up to everybody. Yo, who, are you, who, are you, who are you trying to say to DJ Academics? Don't, you wanna, don't nobody want to be that nigga. <laughs> you be taking that Hennessy, Henny to the face, bro. Fuck, no I don't. Hennessy's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and so is DJ Academics. Fuck that nigga. Um, uh, no, what's good, y'all? Uh, almost done with 2020. Let's just keep pushing. True, true, true. Uh, next up, we got Zabima boy, and I say Zab because he is a nice German boy. Say what's up to everybody. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hey. And we have the other returning Beamer boy slash Nissan boy slash Mustang boy slash whatever next shit box that he decides to buy boy. Say what's up to everybody. What up, everybody? Once again, Josh's audio messed up for some reason, but on the bright side, it was only like the first four to five minutes of the podcast that really got messed up, so we really didn't lose much. Um, but just to put in perspective, I just gave all the promotional crap about, you know, Cadence Beats, how you can hit him up, you know, so if you're here in the other podcasts and to support us on the other podcast platforms. But we went into the unfortunate celebrity deaths that has happened in 2020. Um, the first we talked about was Sean Connery. Everyone kind of gave their condolences for him. And the second was Alex Trebek. Um, we all kind of were starting to give our condolences. And for some reason, Josh's audio picked up when he started talking about when he was actually on Teen Jeopardy, a story that we didn't know about, even though we know this man basically when he was doing it, or like he wasn't on it, but he was like trying out for it. Anyways, back to the show. Apologize for the little technical error, but it is what it is. Still got a nice podcast ahead of us. I've, have I not told everybody this story? No, no. evidently not. This, uh, middle oh school, my Josh? God. Jesus Christ, I thought you guys knew about this. Wait, was this middle oh school, Josh? Lord. This is like... Yeah, this was middle school. This is no, 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 freshman year of high school. This is freshman year of high school. I'm really? like 13, 14. Yeah, I just became eligible for it, and wow. every now and then they post uh, these online tests. And uh, so there's practice tests you can take at any time. You can go on Jeopardy's website right now and take what the actual test will look like. Uh, and then every now and then they have officially scored real tests. And how it works is you go onto the website and you enter it and a question will pop up on your screen and you have like 10 or 15 seconds to type it in hmm. and like you don't have time to google shit like that's not an option you, like you know it's supposed to be like jeopardy you have to know it if you don't know it you don't know it mm-hmm. and you know if you get a certain amount of them right you move on to the next round and uh unfortunately upsetty spaghetti i am stupid so <laughs> <laughs> did, did not make it to the next round. In conclusion, <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> you see, you, you see, I'm kind of a retard. So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> kind of retarded. I'm kind of retarded. Hey, it was a it was a great experience. You know, I because like the first wave was like kind of easy, but the second wave is like fucking hard as shit, and I didn't stand a fucking. Chance. What color but, is an orange? 
No, no, no. It's not like that. I mean, the, okay. So I'll, I'll try. I can remember some of the questions of the first one. There were some easy ones. Um. Try, oh God! Now I can't think of any. Cause I, I'm, when you try to think about it, I can't fucking think of it. God damn it! <laughs> like, who wrote um uh Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe? That was the first question. That's a good one. Um, Louis Louis Carroll. Yeah, C.S. Lewis. Louis <laughs> Carroll. I don't fucking know C.S. I knew it was a Lewis. Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, I remember that was the first question, and hmm. it, you know, it, it kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, I wouldn't be good on Jeopardy at all, but it's honestly. Not as hard as you would think. If you just like, it, it's on Netflix, man. You can play along. It is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Oh, nice. But I mean, the the real key to Jeopardy is like people don't think about what category they're in enough. They just like see it as like it's gonna be that general question. Like the category name can offer a lot to Jeopardy. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it is incredibly unfortunate that we have lost these two absolute legends to 2020 but unfortunately it is what it is um moving on to the biggest piece of news in america right now uh biden has won the election and he is now the 46th president of the united states oh hang on hang on oh he's not yet he's the president elect he basically is the president He's basically going to be the president well, unless something okay. insane happens. Unless he gets blown the fuck up or uh, the recount well, shows okay, that, we'll which it probably won't, shows that, you know, Trump did win. Kamala <laughs> <coughs> <Campbell> Harris. <laughs> yeah, so we well, will more than likely be enter- entering the uh, Harris administration. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's, yeah, hey, that's exactly hey, what I was hinting at. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! Um, at the, I think it was at the DNC. She actually made a, a slip up, and she said, uh, "The ha- the Harris, admi- I mean, the Biden administration." Oh, oh. Dude, bro, it's in the works, dude. It's oh Christ, dude. I mean, America's whole... America's was fucked either way, dude. Honestly, and that's what I mean, I'm, I'm saying. Either choice, it was America's fucked. I mean, the whole reason the democrats put biden up in that seat because you know he was the vice president of obama so he's the safe democrat pick and then they're basically just putting him in to make the next vice president essentially or to make the next democrat president i should say um yeah man it's looking like biden is gonna go in and the trump supporters the maga hats the just all of them they are losing their minds we have a lot of people saying there's been voter fraud because you know all these trump supporters that have never taken a statistics class are claiming that statistically speaking it is impossible for over a hundred thousand votes to just be biden but i'd like uh, to I point mean, out whichever, whichever told, side he was. told all his people go vote at the polls not vote by mail and biden told all his people vote by mail so no. whichever side it was there's gonna be a bitch fit bitching and moaning whichever fucking exactly side. exactly but uh, i actually saw one video of a guy saying that this is a coup attempt to remove president trump from office and i'm just here like americans watch too many movies bro <laughs> to call it a coup attempt it's just like bro if you want to see an actual coup i'm pretty sure there was one in turkey um quite a few years ago that's what an actual coup looks like not this (laughs) 
But, um, Josh, you know, me and you are the really political people here. How are you feeling about old Biden becoming, uh, Sleepy Joe well, here, becoming the next president? Sleep, sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Because this is what politics has come oh. to, petty insults like come here, that. Come here, come here. Come here, let me sniff you. Come here. <laughs> sleepy Joe. Kissy Joe. But, uh... <laughs> Fucking but, creepy Joe. That nigga was sucking on his wife's finger. I don't care what you can tell me. <laughs> but I always look at it every year like, okay, this election was probably the messiest and sloppiest, and I I don't yeah, like you know you know what I mean. It was it was the most chaotic election that I think we've ever had in a long time, or potentially in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think back to Bush v. Gore when Gore allegedly won. And then everyone thought Gore won, and then Bush fucking went to court, you know, with Florida, and then Bush won. So I don't, you know, I never look at anything as over, especially with this one. That was the first thing I thought was like Bush v. Gore, how sloppy that was, and this this was more, this is more sloppy. And so I think this is going to be drawn out all the way till January. I have no idea who's going to be president come January twentieth, and that's a fact. I don't, I don't know for a fact Joe Biden's going to be president. I'm not like. Just saying, oh, voter fraud, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying there's so much legal speculation surrounding this incident. So many things are happening in so many different states. You know, some states have conservative judges that are going to rule in the favor of the Trump administration. And some states have more liberal judges that are going to or not. And I don't know how it's going to, you know, affect things all the way up because no one is president until everyone sits down in that big fucking room and they go around and they say, all right, who's your state voting for? Who's your state voting for? And then he gets his actual electoral votes. Nothing matters until that point. That's, that's just what I think. That's that's all I got to say about it. Nothing and he, matters yet. And he doesn't actually officially become the president until he swears in. Until January 20th. Correct. Well, after he gets those votes, like, it's, it's a done deal at that point. I don't yeah. know when that happens. I think it's December I mean, or something. North Carolina and Georgia still haven't technically, and Alaska have still haven't technically yeah. given their declared winner of the state. Yeah. But Joe Biden, as of right now, is 20 votes ahead of 270. He has 290 votes, electoral votes, out of the 270 to win. Donald Trump yeah. has 214, so the only way Trump wins is if we basically have another Bush Al Gore with a recount. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying, like, the, the electors are going to flip. Is uh, that... A lot of states... Yeah, a lot of states have laws that actually prevent the electors from switching their vote to, like, say, like, I'm selected by my party to go vote for Biden at the fucking thing, and then they go, who's your state voting for? And I go, you know, and they go, four votes for Biden and one vote for Trump, you know? Yeah. I don't know if North Carolina has that law, but some states do where I could I could actually be arrested for doing that. Yeah, and if That's you're not arrested, you're, you're still treated pretty badly. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah I, yeah, I always thought if you did that, like you are being outcast by your party. No party's going to accept you. You're just like scum of the earth. Like You had one fucking job. Had one uh, job. I think it's only happened a couple times in history, like less than five times, where like someone in the electoral college just changed their vote. It it happened uh, in the last election, I think. One oh. or two votes really? flipped for somebody, but I can't remember who. Wow. Anyways, it's not that uncommon, so. Um, 
one interesting thing that Trump uh, got on stage and said during the whole like uh, when the momentum was shifting away from him towards Biden apparently he got on stage and said that he saw 50,000 paper ballots floating in the water all with his name to vote on it however he'd never listed what body of water and I highly doubt Trump got into the water in his multi-thousand dollar suits to look at 50,000 individual ballots and be like, Trump, 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 this is all fraud. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, come on, people. And, and the thing is, the worst part is, you know, all the extreme Trump supporters are going to be like, oh, if Trump's saying it has to be true, he can't, he can't lie at all. So, I, I hate both of those kinds of people. I will not, and I hate, hate's a strong word, like, where someone says, like, Trump can do no wrong, or vice versa, that Biden can do no wrong. This is why, like, I'm in the dead middle, because both parties have good things that they've done, but both parties have bad things that they've done. It's, I, 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 I guess it's just a matter of opinion, but I just, it's, I feel like everyone needs to see both sides of the situation, of mm -hmm. good things that someone's done, but also, you know, like, the bad things that someone's done and weigh the options say okay do the pros outweigh the cons or do the cons outweigh the pros yeah this election really was a matter of voting for who you hate more and not who you support more yeah i would i'd say i'd say there's it's it's not a ton there's not a ton of people that are pro biden they're mostly anti-trump mm -hmm. yeah uh kaden how are you feeling about uh biden basically winning the presidency Oh, Cicada. Silence speaks louder than words. Alright. Sorry, my mom came into my room and I muted my mic. <laughs> um, oh, you're good, man. <laughs> I had him as the person uh, on my ballot, so there's that. Um, but I, I gotta say, it's been kind of different to see people, instead of saying, oh my god, this year fucking sucks, uh, dancing in the streets and playing WAP in front of the White House. Um, so, I mean, hey, anything can happen. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly. I mean, I've been telling people this whole election, you know, there's more than two people running for president. And for some reason, all the super extreme people, mainly the Trump supporters, that's who I was mainly surrounded by, they all thought that for some reason, since I wasn't supporting Trump, that means I was voting for Biden, when I was just here like, I mean, if you actually listen to what I say, I said multiple times there's more than two people running for president, and just because I have an open mind to things, I don't just blindly follow a single person, doesn't mean I'm against them or I'm voting for their opponent. So, third party's for the win. I'd say, third party game. dude, I think, I, honestly, I think there needs to be more than the, like, just, well, three yeah. parties. I think there needs to be more parties. Like, well, there's the Green Party, the Constitution Party, the Libertarian right. okay. Party. Okay, viable saying, parties. Like, but, but, yeah, but I'm saying, like, the they parties exist, more they need to be more, yeah, they need to be have more of a presence. They need. Well, everyone thinks we're weird, and there's something wrong with us, and we... Hate America and love anarchy. True story. I've heard that a million times. <laughs> Who's us? My political, 
uh, uh, libertarians. Josh, I, I'm sorry, libertarians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My political science professor in college, literally to my entire class, said that libertarians hate all government and love anarchy. And I was like, "What the fuck are you even saying? <laughs> are you delusional?" I literally called her out in the middle of class, and she didn't even respond to me. She just kept talking. She looked at me and just kept talking as if I I didn't say anything. I'm like, "What are you?" Uh, she's like, what the are funny you doing thing about libertarians, swamp? the Libertarian Party doesn't like any government at all. I'm like, then why would they call it a party if they didn't like any government? <laughs> There's a difference between an ideology and a party, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what in tarnation? We just don't want government interference in personal lives. That's that's all. Just chill. I was talking to uh, Vaughn, actually. Uh, we had him on a podcast where he talked about... Oh, shit. It was some sort of video game. Uh, it was some sort of ba- Valorant. Yeah, when he, he was on here for Valorant, he was telling me that he's going to sign up for a poli-sci class. And I said, find out if your professor is... Your professor will more than likely be very left-based in their yes. beliefs. When you figure that out, take everything they say with a grain of salt. And I guarantee you they will probably teach you about things incorrectly. <laughs> you will get the worst books of all time. When I was at UNCC, my political science professor was basically a communist. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Oh, That's God, a pretty funny just... statement because I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure both of my. I had, I've had two political classes and I'm pretty sure both of them were left. See? Mm-hmm. Now, now that I'm thinking about it. It's odd. Well, but because... the one, the one guy, he was sorry. The one guy, he was good about it. He says he he was showing pros and cons from both sides. I'm pretty sure he was left, but like I'm not a hundred percent. That's why I liked him more because he wasn't yeah. deliberately like putting it out there. Like, well, not putting it out there, but like super hardcore views and like shunning the other side, which I liked. I liked him more. But sorry, continue, Brendan. Uh, I was saying it was interesting because back when I took civics and economics back at high school, that teacher, either she didn't know what she was talking about or she was just very conservative, probably a mixture of both, but like she seemed very conservative with how she taught us about the Communist Manifesto. Um, and then my AP Gov teacher was very liberal, um, very Democrat with how she kind of spoke about Trump and taught the class. Yeah, that was fun. I was in an AP government class during an election year, and it was the Trump-Hillary election. That was I wish I was in there, dude. dude. You know who I was in class with, though, when Trump got elected? Mm-hmm. Matthew. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> I... I came to school. I, w- I got to class before him, and I sat down. I was just waiting because I knew he wanted Trump to win. He walked into class literally, like, skipping with a giant smile on his face. He was, like, dancing around. I- he was having a good old time. Christ oh, that guy how, was, like... How the turns tabled. That guy was ANCAP. Like, legit Yeah, he was ANCAP, ANCAP. Bro. I don't know if he still is, but... Who knows? Probably. Is he alive? <laughs> Last time I saw him, he had hair down to his fucking back, basically. Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe he'll be our uh, running mates when uh, <laughs> me and you go up for Congress, Josh. Uh, vote for Josh and Brendan for Congress. Fight uh, comfort with comfort. 2036. <laughs> hey, that's a clean line, <laughs> though. <laughs> um, Alright, so... Let's see. Really proving who's running the country for four years. What does that mean? 
Whoa. Fucking child. Oh, Trump, yeah. Honestly, Trump probably would have got reelected if he just didn't have Twitter. If I'm I, I would say that's probably an accurate statement. Because he is, he is very stupid when it comes to his... Uh, what's 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 the term for uh, social media? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, social media. But like, I, I don't know, like it's how like, he presents himself. Gloating, I guess, just like yeah, yeah. I'd say because he's he's very immature about that, and it's ridiculous. But I think he would. I think you're absolutely right. I think I've he would have for a much greater chance if he wasn't stupid on Twitter. I've said for the past four years, if he would just shut the fuck up, he'll be fine. Because if I'm being so honest. <laughs> Because if I'm being real, the economic stimulation that came from pre-COVID was absolutely insane. Yeah, it was good. It was that's 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 one of the good things that he did. Yes. That he was he he, mm-hmm. he he did what he said. But like this other like that's why I was talking about the pros and cons to each side. That's why I don't want to choose a side because like he did some good stuff, but he's also kind of an asshole and like a bunch of other this stuff that he's done. So it's yeah. it's difficult to say where I lie. Hey man, you could be like me on your voter card and have unaffiliated and have an open. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I couldn't vote. I'm not. Uh, I'm not registered in. Um, I'm registered back in Mecklenburg, but I'm not registered in uh, Kalawi. You could have done vote by mail. Oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, fans. You could have been one of the voter fraud statistics. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a voter fraud statistic, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, evidently. I don't. Oh, vote came in by the mail. Fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, these—it's just—it's just insane how divided people are. That I was surprised that the Democrats didn't come with someone that would actually unite both parties with how much division there was with Hillary and Trump. Oh, that's what I'm just, saying. Oh, Republicans rude. hate dude, this guy. I, they hate this I dude. I saw, I can't remember what it was, but it was a, a fucking ad that someone was promoting. It was about uh, senators, I think. Right? Senators or some, some... I can't remember exactly. But they did an ad. They did a campaign ad together. On like They, they were opposite sides. And they did a campaign ad together about saying, Yay, we're running against each other. You should vote for me. No, you should vote for me. But then they said, we, ag- we agree on some stuff, but we also disagree on some stuff. But we don't think it's appropriate to be to bash each other and to like do all this stuff. And I, I thought that was a really good starting point, but I don't think the presidency could ever get there where they could do campaign ads together. But I thought it could have been a really good starting point to do campaign ads together. And like being officially like fucking united and being what america is i think we should but do this in like, canada where they have 30 days to campaign and that's it <laughs> good lord 30 days you got a month to convince me and if you can't i'm going with the other guy oh man thankfully i don't have to hear about cal cunningham anymore oh, poor cal poor cal um for those of you that aren't in north carolina Cal Cunningham is now kind of a meme because Cal uh, Cunningham had an affair with the wife of an injured veteran. Yeah, I've gotten those ads, man. I fucking I, I get I get a lot of Tom Tillis ads too. Tom it, it is a rumor. It is not confirmed. It is a rumor putting that on wax that apparently he got kicked out of his house and he's living with a friend's house. Bro, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll it. tell you who needs it. to be senator for fucking North Carolina. Motherfucking Sherry motherfucking Barry, dude. Sherry Barry? You guys don't know who Sherry Barry is? Fucking Sherry Barry. Bro, have you ever been on an elevator ever in North Carolina? Ever? 
Is that the it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the elevator lady? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to it's supposed to be a meme, but I guess you guys don't know who Sherry Berry is. The lady herself. No, no. I don't pay attention to Sherry Berry. Nah, Sherry Berry's the lady. Sherry dog. Berry, the elevator goat, apparently. Sherry Tyler Berry, the Taylor. elevator lady. <laughs> um, yeah, no more Cal Cunningham ads. Bro, what? how did how did we re like Roy Cooper? Who who did any? Okay. If any of you voted for Roy Cooper, we need to we need to we need to talk. Okay. We need to talk. Uh, NC governor. So that one shocked me, but when I talked to my dad about it, it didn't because if you look at an election map, I know I was talking about the election map with some friends too. Pisses yeah. me off because the two most populated parts of North Carolina are Charlotte and Raleigh, and they are both Democrat. So. That's basically why Roy Cooper. Because if you look right at an NC election map in general, it's always just like Raleigh, Charlotte are blue, maybe a few random areas, then the rest is just red. <laughs> and it's always a tight race because of it. Because North Carolina is like yee hicks, rich people, and then cities. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, no. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Yee hicks, <laughs> rich people, and then city. <laughs> If we go, if we go a little north into uh, Statesville, we run into the Yee Yee Hicks. No, <laughs> you, you run it. You run into the Yee Yee Hicks in Western Carolina. Bruh, I can't imagine what it's like. For you. Everybody has a fucking Carolina lift. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting to look at. It's disgusting, dude. I'm like, oh, there goes another one. Fucking put it in the Do they market have now. Some, uh, do they have some underglow? <laughs> yes! Oh my god, that didn't even get me started. If, if it's not if it's not Carolina Lift, it's underglow and full lift. Dude, I saw I saw with underglow? That, uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I think it's touchy. I think it can look good if done right. But on a fucking lifted truck, absolutely not. But there was there was a story that I had about uh, me and Carter at a gas station. And this guy's truck was so fucking lifted, and this guy was so short, he had to hand his buddy his beers on his tiptoes in the fucking window. He's like, here's your beers, man. I got them for you. Here's your beers, dog. Oh, my God, dude. My car could probably fit underneath this. It was a monster truck, man. My car, my fucking BMW could probably fit underneath the fucking thing. It was so Someone's high. Someone's trying to compensate. Yeah, and then he had to fucking stand on his tiptoes. He's like, here's your beer. It was, Here's your beer. Me, me, me and Carter were fucking crying because we were just saw the whole thing. Like he walked up to it, he's like, he realized, like, oh shit, and he had to fight. <laughs> it was hilarious. Anyway, here's your beers, dog. <laughs> yeah. Around uh, Cornelius, I actually see this like truck with a hood scoop and a wing on the back of it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, god. John, what? you know what I'm talking about? That white Ew. truck. I don't know. Dude, what are the you truck... talking about? No, dude, what? the trucks with fucking wings are. Oh my god. Dude, I I mean, where I work, like people will drive past and let us know that they are driving past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and like I haven't seen this truck. This is the truck that. This is the kind of truck that would let me know when it drives past. I haven't seen it. Uh, we have seen it together. I remember it was a day we were at Austin's Grove. We oh wait, yes. after the pool. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> I know. It, right. it took him a oh second. But he was like, "Oh shit, I Dude, don't know." <laughs> you just you just <laughs> brought back <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks, PTSD. How long ago was this? The gunshots. Oh god, uh, this was a long time ago. Year two ago, I, probably. Two I was dating she who shall not be named. So two years ago. 
Wow, it's already really been two years from that. Holy crap. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this podcast is all over the place right now. Yeah, uh, we are all over the place. Just like, I need just a like America in 2020, all over the fucking We're going to go here. I need some alcohol, bro. We're Honestly. Not ready. <laughs> no, um, no. You're a, you're a sad <laughs> drunk. <laughs> hey, maybe I've got she was the worst. She was, she was <laughs> the worst. True. True. Hey, look. Well, actually, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh no! My don't phone got fucked. I don't have those videos. Oh, I'm gonna try to recover them. Fuck! What? My what my phone. My phone thing? is in a yeah. At New Year's, my phone's oh, in a boot. My phone's in a boot loop, and I can't fuck. I had to order a new phone. Don't say that anything video. that. Yeah, can, I'm gonna uh, try. I'm gonna try to recover it. Don't say anything that can compromise Josh and I's political campaign. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let's, let's say, bro. I'm gonna get elected, <laughs> so, and they're gonna make they're gonna make a special committee just to investigate my party chat recording. Yeah, sir, sir. The audio logs came out. What the fuck could possibly be? It was the auspicious conversation episode 19. Or what? What, what, what was it? What is this episode? Yeah, 19. Yeah, that's right. 19. Quite frankly, this entire podcast has probably derailed mine and Josh's political campaign. <laughs> So well, before there we, we start running, let's just whoosh this whole thing away. <laughs> oh, Your man. opponents, use this. We were very young people when we made this. Not the mature adults running for uh, governmental positions. Anyways, um, well, two, th- two, two interesting things that I like to fact check adults on. Um, taxes and gas. So... Now everybody's just here like, oh, now the Democrats in office, our taxes are going to raise. Well, let me give you a little government lesson. In order for there to be any sort of tax reform, it actually has to be approved through Congress, not the president. Well, it has to first make it through Congress, and then the president obviously signs off as a veto or signs a bill into a law. He gonna However, raise our taxes! <laughs> However, the Senate has remained majority Republican, so any sort of tax reform that Biden tries to pass through, the Senate will usually, um, the Senate's more than likely going to get rid of it due to the fact that, uh, they have the majority as Republican, and since, you know, they have over 50%, they're going to deny it, even if it passes through the House. So it won't even get to the president's table. And, matter of fact, Trump actually put in a tax reform that initially cut taxes, however, would raise them later on. So Republicans kind of did things backwards to what they usually do with lowering taxes. Um, and with gas... Gas, gas, gas. Everyone's just like, <laughs> everyone's just like, um, <laughs> oh, this is what the gas prices were like when uh, Joe Biden was vice president. First off, I can't exactly remember why gas prices were high, but let me teach you a little bit about the oil industry as a whole. Uh, my credations for this come from the fact that I used to be a investor in oil stocks, so I had to learn about how the industry as a whole works. You have three sort of streams that they're called, upstream, midstream, and downstream. Upstream is where the oil actually gets pulled out of the ground. It is the crude oil that gets put into the barrels. Fun fact, most, if not all, companies that participate in upstream 
vast majority of their time vast majority of the time their stock price is equivalent or very close to the price per barrel of, a, of crude oil um, the midstream is where it gets refined it gets turned into things like gasoline motor oil jet engine oil all kinds of crap and then the downstream is the distribution sold at gas stations sold to airlines sold to napa auto parts crap like that um nine times out of ten gas prices change because somebody in the middle east is pissed off because more than half i'm pretty sure more than half of the world's oil comes from the middle east alone uh the other parts come from america bp has their fingers on quite a bit of stuff as well uh, there's actually a ton in Siberia, but it's all frozen. Anyways, because someone in the Middle East gets pissed off, that's usually why oil goes up. Or something catastrophic happens at the upstream, where the oil gets pulled out of the ground. A president does have the ability to piss off people in the Middle East, obviously. However, just because Joe Biden is now president does not mean that oil prices are going to skyrocket. If anything, they might stay stabilized where they're at due to how much progression there is in um, EVs, um, electric cars. So the, the demand for gasoline is going to keep going down because electric cars and hybrid cars are becoming more popular, more efficient to make, um, and becoming more affordable as well. And because of that, the demand, because the demand goes down, supply is going to have to leverage itself out. So I actually predict that gas prices are going to stabilize at around what they are now. Josh, what do you think about this? Bro, well, yeah, you were right about somebody in the Middle East getting pissed off, but something that goes into that, and I don't know if this is going to become you know, a part of gas price fluctuation, is um, international relations. And I don't know how this administration is going to, like, how their, how their relationship is going to be with the Middle East partners for oil. I don't know if they're going to want to raise tariffs, if they're going to want to put a tax on the oil, something like that. We don't know the sort of relationship that they're going to build that could result in a fluctuation of prices. So it all, like, every time there's a new president, gas always makes a little... You know a little up a little down it gets a little fucking weird just because the new administration hasn't really made these connections with those middle eastern partners yet so we just got to wait and see how uh they take the new administration and then you know we'll see what happens uh in regards to the continual progression of electric cars Obviously, in America, electric cars have a much deeper market than the rest of the world. Uh, how do you think that's going to affect gas prices over here? I honestly haven't even thought about that because I hate electric cars so much. I hate everything about them. So <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't I don't even want to think about it. But I it should. Well, Europe is banning the sale of gas-powered cars by what year? Twenty thirty-four. Uh, no, California, um, all new cars in California, I think by 2030 have to be gas. It was either like 2025, uh, 2030. Like, like, I don't even understand. Oh. Uh, I, uh, I, have a, I have a question. So, yes. uh, everything that you said, uh, Professor Nichols, is that going to be on the final exam? Absolutely. Okay, going to be okay. uh, 70% of your final grade. Okay, all right, thank you. 
So yeah, um, full-grown adults, there's your uh, history lesson from a 21-year-old guy. Uh, well, not a history lesson, but a government lesson on how Congress works and how the government works in general. And you want to know what? If, this go- if the president tries to push his own tax reform through an executive order, we kind of have something called the executive branch, or I mean, I'm sorry, the judicial branch that can pull judicial review on him and just say, you can't do that, buddy. You need Congress. So full grown adults out there that think you know everything, that think you're in the world, do your research because I will school you and I will embarrass you. Meet me on Facebook. (laughs) Come on, Brendan. You were credible until that. Come on. (laughs) Everybody can get on Facebook, boy. (laughs) I'd be too savage on Facebook on some people at times. Uh, I'm going to edit this name out. I'm going to edit that name out. Oh, but, my you know, God. I'd be, I'd be too savage on him at times to where I'm just here like, it's not even fun anymore. <laughs> I've never uh, seen a nigga so fucking blind. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All you Christians out there that love Trump, you know what Trump really loves? To grab him by the pussy. Anyways, moving on to our next uh, topic. I feel like we've been on the political stuff. Has anyone actually, you know, just so I don't leave anyone out, does anyone have any other political stuff they want to talk about? Uh, Joe Biden doesn't really like gay people. <laughs> it's George Bush. Does George Bush does not care about black, black people. people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That was that was that was very uh, <laughs> similar. <laughs> I just I saw a video earlier today where someone, where a reporter, or, uh, someone was interviewing Joe Biden after him and Obama won. I'm sorry, Obama won. <laughs> won the presidency, and they were like, they were like, do you support gay people? And he's like, nope. Obama and I have not, and will not. And we believe that the marriage should stay between a man and a woman as tradition, or some shit like that. Uh, he fucked that saying. one up. <laughs> yeah, he did fuck that yeah, one up. Isn't that technically a state right thing to decide marriage? Yeah, it is state rights. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It should be a state right, but there's federal overreach in some aspects of life, and that is one of them. Because I have family friends, two women that got married in Florida and they had to wait so long because it was illegal for same sex to marry in Florida but um pretty sure yeah anyways uh moving on to the gaming uh the main part of our podcast of what we all know Cyberpunk 2077 it has been announced by CD Projekt Red that it will in fact come out in 2077 Caden is absolutely heartbroken he said um, I am 100% com- contemplating just ending it all I will never find it <laughs> um nah bro it's, it's ooh. Hey, this, there was this game better be good there was never a game that we just we just we were fucking with you guys. I, we thought you'd, we thought you'd believe it like seven years ago, but you know we have to unfortunately come out and tell you that there was never a game in development. I'd probably cry if they came out and said that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would sit down and just take a week. <laughs> nah, bro. Take a month. Sorry, I was just okay. watching that thing you sent me, Josh. <laughs> um. 
But yeah, Cyberpunk was delayed to December 10th. Uh, they said the reason for it is that the they need to optimize it further for the previous gens, the Xbox One and PS4. Uh, it is... Why? No, they, need, they said they need to optimize it for every single console, because don't forget they're doing... Oh, everybody? Huh? For every console? Yes, they're doing... Because they initially started development uh, for PC, PS4, P and uh, Xbox One. And then in the time that it took them to actually come out with the game... <laughs> it's okay. the, Another console was fucking released. The <laughs> PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series X, as well as Stadia, was released. <laughs> the Stadia. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's a joke now. Uh, that's a thing. They have to optimize it for all of that. And then, of course, every single console has, like, their, um, like, powerful version and then lesser version. So. It's just, I mean, uh, there's just too many consoles right now. You got PS4, PS4 Pro, then you're going to Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. Forgot the PS4 Slim. And the 5. <clears throat> PS5, Xbox One probably had its performance bullcrap. PS5 is going to have its probably PS5 Pro sort of crap. This is, this is a lot. It's a lot for these PC game developers. Two. Yeah, the PC2, that's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the PC3 is going to be uh, coming out in April. going to be lit. The wallets are going to be burning. Um... Yeah, I mean, they said in their little thing that said, like, you know, what can 21 days really do? And they were like, it could do a lot. And, like, with how many devs they probably have on this and how much those devs work, I don't doubt that they could get a lot done within 21 days. I actually have just... a... No, what were you going to say? I was like, I got a lot of respect for them because they're doing all this shit still kind of in, like, lockdown. Mm -hmm. They're all at home, and they're still damn near done with a full game like that. I would not want to be a game developer, man. That shit would suck. Barely get paid what you should, and you have to work like 10, 12 hour days in front of a computer. Ugh. And then when shit goes wrong, ugh. No thank you. Um, yep. December 10th. Uh, will it probably get delayed again? Probably. I don't know. At this point, I'm just kind of like, eh, it is what it is. Um, moving on to something that came out. What, in October? Yeah. Uh, the Doom Eternal Ancient Gods DLC. I'm pretty sure this kind of dropped out of nowhere. I don't ever remember learning about a release date for this. No, there was, there was um, a countdown. Oh, there was? Okay. Because I just remember going on YouTube and seeing uh, Bite Me. He posted, like, his Ultra Nightmare speedrun of it, like, the day it came out. And I was like, all right, Bite Me. It <laughs> <laughs> just came out. <laughs> but, um... Honestly. But, um... It's kind uh, of. Uh, 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 uh. Let me go deafen. ahead. I was gonna deafen. Oh yeah. Uh, so. We gonna, I don't think we're gonna spoil it. Did you want to spoil it? I thought that was the whole point of talking. Yeah, we might as well. There's no point in really talking about it without spoiling it. If I'm being real, considering how many just story elements are to it. Alright. But um. I'm gonna Alright. Uh, to put it into perspective, um, myself, Caden, and Austin all got it. Uh, Austin has not finished it. Caden has, and I refunded it. Um, that should tell you I everything you need it? to know right there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What game is this? Doom Eternal. 
oh, the oh, DLC okay. that came out for it. Um, so why did I refund this DLC? It is just too much in the sense of Doom 2016 was kind of set up with you would randomly find all kinds of demons while roaming around, but it also had arena setups to it. Uh, Doom Eternal was mainly just set up as just straight up arenas and the only demons you would find roaming around were like 99% of the time just basic fodder demons. Um, the DLC Ancient Gods basically blended the two to where when you randomly go around and find demons, it feels like the difficulty of a full on arena from Doom Eternal and then the arenas you get into are just take the normal amount of demons in arena and just double it i got burnt out within like 20 minutes of playing it and then when i heard kaden describe it later as a chore i was just here like even if i reduce the difficulty i still probably wouldn't like this very much so i just refunded it um kaden you have completed it uh i know you've been wanting to talk about this so i will give you the floor um so the thing is right I really, really, really loved Doom Eternal. Um, I feel like if uh, Cyberpunk wasn't coming out this year, because it will, um, <laughs> I would have Doom Eternal as my like absolute game of the year without question. Um, Bro, it ain't even out yet. Cyberpunk isn't even out yet. But it yet. will be game of the year, though. What if it's ass? I, will, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Caden's heart will be broken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what if this ass? Um. Anyway. Uh. So yes, Doom Eternal is an amazing game. They have. I feel like they found the perfect combination of making you feel like a badass, but also knowing that badass can sometimes come at the price of your sanity, because shit just goes so fucking sideways so fast. Um. I, I thought it was like really well. Gunplay was fun and everything. And then we get to Ancient Gods, and they're kind of like, so you know how we had you fight a lot of demons? Now let's make you fight all of them at once. Good luck. And then, they, you know, you just have to fight everything. Um, like, it got to the point towards the end of the DLC where fighting a Marauder, which was like one of the few uh enemies that in like the lore that can really stand up to you um it was just, it was like no longer rewarding like they were spawning in all of the time um even the point where two marauders spawned at once wasn't like fun it was like shit it was it was just annoying to do because if you haven't played Doom Eternal, uh, then you don't know about how uh, Marauders can spawn like these fire plasma dogs, and two of them at once is just torture. And to throw on that on top of it, like you have to deal with prowlers as well as carcasses. Um, there's one point where they introduce like these empowered demons that are possessed. Um, by what looks like the summoner from 2016 and uh they do like extra damage they have a fuck ton more health like it even turns like imps and stuff into tanks 
Um, and there was a part where there was, I shit you not, an empowered tyrant. And then an empowered baron of hell. And the thing is with the empowered, like, demons when they get possessed, is if you don't kill the possessor demon, I forgot their name, but you don't have to kill that, if you don't kill that demon quick enough, it will just go into whatever demon is next to it. So if you can imagine, you kill the possessed tyrant, and then it goes into like a pinky. And I don't know if it resets the health or whatever, but you know, now it's possessed tyrant, now it possessed pinky, and if you don't destroy it, it keeps going. Um, so that by the end of it, it's just so much going on that you start to just feel like burnt out. Um, I remember when I finished the first level, um, I think I started it at like one something. <laughs> um, and I didn't get out of that mission until like, I think it took me like a good hour just to, based off of how much shit they were throwing at you. Keep in mind, I'm playing on ultra violence. Um, I, I don't think I would ever go back and play that DLC on like Nightmare. Uh, just cause there was just so much shit being thrown at you. Um, but it, it wasn't fun. It was a chore. Also, my game would crash. Uh, I think it crashed twice or three times. Like, complete, like, shut down and everything. Um, whereas playing the regular game, I didn't, it didn't crash once. I didn't get frame drops. I didn't get frame drops on the DLC. It was... For all the lore drops in the DLC, I'd say, hey play it through on like the easiest difficulty just to get it the fuck over with but other than that just watch a walkthrough or like a lore video yeah i'd also like to add that um mick gordon and sorry i think it was bethesda i don't think it was id software he had the falling out with but um basically he had a falling out with i believe bethesda because I read as like they wouldn't allow him to mix the tracks for Doom Eternal, whatever that really meant. Um, and so he wasn't the one doing the music for the DLC, so it didn't slap his heart. It did not. I, I swear I to God. I think it was bad, but it just didn't slap his heart. When, when you get into like the bigger arenas, more arenas, more, the more chaotic ones, like when you get to like the blood swamps or whatever which is like the second mission um there is a lot of shit going like they have these two like trials you have to do and that's where the empowered tyrant came in and the tracks for that just i feel like even because for me one thing that really makes games is the soundtrack that's one reason why far cry blood dragon max Payne 3 um Hotline Miami are some of my favorite games in the entire world because the soundtrack always slaps and always make you feel great and like it makes you want to keep going while you're doing it. That's one reason why I love Doom Eternal and why I love Doom 2016. Uh, fun fact, like the first time I ever lifted a bunch of weight, I can't remember how much exactly it was, was listening to BFG Division. Um, that's just to give you an example of like what McGordon's music does for the game and for people who are listening to it it just gets you fucking pumped the music in ancient gods is like it's there <laughs> it's a soundtrack mm-hmm. 
that's all I could say about it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely going back to when you were saying you just felt burnt out. That's basically why I just stopped playing after that 20 minutes, because um, I, like, got through, like, I would say the first major arena to where I think you grab, like, a red key card, and then you go, you have to go back through said arena, and then it just starts all over again. And, like, I just saw, like, an empowered, what's it called, uh, Kako Demon, and then, like, three others just coming towards me. It was, like, two or three others. We're also having a bunch of other crap to deal with, and I just got, like, wedged between demons and just got murked, and I was just here, like, ah, I feel tired. <laughs> and then... I just, it just sat in my head for a few days and I was like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> That's how I feel after the first major arena. I, I don't think I can get through this. It I'm just going to get funny my watching, back. Um, watching Austin play it, because there was that one point where he was like, it was a paid elemental and a baron of hell spawned in, and then a doom hunter spawned in. Uh, like all at like, the same time. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, it gets worse, Austin. It gets so much worse. And then, like, towards the end of it, he got to the part where you're in an enclosed space and two fucking tyrants spawn in with the rest of, like, the rogues gallery of, at this point, fodder demons. When in the main game, I don't remember a prowler and a pinky being a fodder demon. Um, so. Were prowlers the interdimensional ones? Yeah, the interdimensional demons. Gotcha. So, yes, uh, it, it was, there's so, like, like I said, I just felt burnt out. And then, like, while the biggest drop of the, the DLC is cool for, like, lore buffs, it's not nearly as rewarding. Also, at the end of it, uh, I'm kind of on, um, I might be on the demon side. Uh, the, the Doomslayer's a dick. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, basically, just to quickly sum up all of the lore dumps, Samuel Hayden is the Seraphim, Vega is the father, um, Doomslayer basically kills the father, which in turn kills Sammy Boy. Sammy Boy comes back as a demon, you kill Sammy Boy. Um, you, you basically resurrect the Dark Lord, and he comes out as basically you, but evil looking, and DLC ends there. It's funny to say because apparently that like basically their entire reasoning is why it is like a demonic form of not even demonic he still looks the exact fucking same but demonic doomslayer is because he's the only thing that could match like his level of violence and hatred could only be matched by something of the same caliber so it's kind of like basically if Doom Guy was just a couple more shades like of evil, he's basically Satan. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that's kind of what they're going for. I mean, if we really look at the lore of it all, yeah, the Doom Slayer is uh, it's understandable why he hates demons so much because they screwed everything up for him in the first world. He basically just stayed stayed in hell or the first sort of like uh universe he was in stayed in hell to fight him forever almost died had to come back screwed everything else up for the next universe he came in and his home on sentinel prime so you know he's just here like screw it i'm just gonna get rid of them for good so like i understand it 
about the same time he's like it's it's hard to say anti-hero due to the fact that like he killed the father um which is like really really bad but it's just like you know an anti-hero someone that does good things they just have a bad method of doing so it, he didn't know? kill the father he crushed his life sphere which basically would allow the father to come back in full form and restore like i guess balance and peace um mm. so now the father is just kind of stuck as an ethereal form whereas good old sammy boy is kind of like I'm pretty sure he's technically like the demon now because they're towards when you actually fight him like he transforms into what looks like a demon version of himself um kind of like how in 2016 uh Olivia Pierce like fucking bit the dust and then became the spider mastermind so Um, I really think about it now. I'm pretty sure I've liked Doom 2016 more than Eternal. Really? Just from yeah, I really think about it more. Cause like I love the gameplay of Eternal more, but I like the atmosphere of 2016 better. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like, like Eternal more because it gives you more of that like badass feeling. Mm-hmm. But um, 2016 is also really. I was playing through 2016 because um, you know when I got my new laptop I was able to actually finally play it um, and I was playing through Eternal and I think I like it more just because of all like this like the stuff they added in Eternal like in the base game um, I think adds more to the formula and makes it like a little more like I like it when a game makes you uh, think about how you're gonna uh, go attack. So. Hmm. Uh, are we good to add back Austin at this point? Yeah. Sure. We can. All right. Josh, you played 2016, right? I played 2016, but not Eternal. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I played 2016 in one day. <laughs> two days. A day, like a day and a half. I started it at like. 10 p.m. Played it for like five hours. Went to bed. Woke up. Finished it. I forgot I wrote this. So I, I actually you. put a review up on Steam of like Eternal and and, uh, and Agent Gods, and I think it actually has everything I wanted to say in it. Um, Damn. All my reviews are memes. <laughs> no, th- I, all my reviews are memes too. But like this one, I wanted people to know. <laughs> played for 3,000 hours. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I even specified, this is the second time I bought Doom Eternal. <laughs> uh, I wonder... I actually don't really know how most of the community is feeling about Ancient Gods. Do you know it all? I don't. Hmm. I, I feel like the speedrunners, you know, they're just in a different caliber and like the people have completed on Ultra My- Nightmare, they're in a different caliber. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a, uh, I wonder how they feel about it. If they're just here like, this is kind of meh, it's not really fun. Or if they're just here like, oh yeah, this makes it more interesting for us crazy insane players. But I don't know, for a casual person, it, it's just, eh. it's eh, honestly. Um, but Slayer Gates may honestly, return. <laughs> 
true that. Uh, I would say grab it, play it, figure it out for yourself if you like it or not, because, you know, it's just our opinion. We yeah. don't like it to sensory overload, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm curious to see how they're going to handle the second part now. Mm. I'm looking at um, some of the discussions on... Uh steam one person said i'll be totally honest if you're a casual player and you struggled with the base campaign this probably isn't made for you this dlc was made for players who have mastered the combat loop and want a bigger challenge it's a bigger yeah. challenge um That's but it's like a chore um mm-hmm. so you know Alright, well, I texted Austin that he's good to come back, but we're going to get into another game I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he didn't play. Uh, Ghost Runner dropped late October, um, and it was amazing, if you ask me. Uh, it was very, it was a very simple game. It was actually made by an indie studio, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's a very simple game, but it looked beautiful. It was smooth and fluid. I basically never ran into a glitcher bug. I, I might have ran into like one at some point, but I don't even remember it. But it was a nice, fa- fun, fast-paced challenge. Um, had a very simple story, but you know, it's it's not the story isn't really the focus. The story is just kind of in the background. It's just gameplay focused. Um, if you don't, if you haven't listened to a previous podcast, don't know much about it. Uh, the way I describe Ghost Runner is take Mirror's Edge, Dishonored, uh, and the Hotline Miami Catan Zero, you die in one hit, and that's basically Ghost Runner. And Wait, and I've never heard of this? How have you not heard of this? Dog! I've not heard of this. Dude. You would love it, Josh. You would. Was... You know, me and Mirror's Edge are like best friends for life. My favorite game of all time is the first Mirror's Edge, so. <laughs> yeah, you, this you would, would love this. This is the perfect game I used for you, to speedrun Mirror's Edge. Because it's just a simple, straightforward game. Punishing as hell. Tuesday. Yeah, it's only thirty dollars too. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It's punishing as hell. That first boss fight was fucking insane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Nigga>. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that first boss fight, I felt like I was. I forgot. I think I did it in a half hour. Um, then you did it in like an hour, right, Brendan? No, I was like. It was like it was. I remember thinking it was. It took a long time. I was watching one review of it. Um, this guy on YouTube, G Man Lives. He does like a lot of reviews for like FPS games and stuff like that. And he was like, "The game is great, but there are just some parts where it's like, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that boss was definitely. <laughs> it, I loved it when I really think about it. It was mm-hmm. just a really neat concept. Looking back on it, it was a lot of fun, but fucking shit. (laughs) It was a roller coaster. Oh oh my god. (laughs) Because the boss fight is essentially just hardcore precise timing parkour. Mm -hmm. It's quite literally that boss fight. Um, But it it was amazing. It was really fun. And like, the thing I liked is like, all three bosses you know, they were all kind of on their own wavelength. Uh-huh. Hold on, Austin, fucking one second. Because, like, uh, the second boss was basically another ghost runner, and, like, that was, like, a one-on-one duel. 
to uh yeah that was basically like what i want to do it with some parkour in it and then the last boss fight that one was like that was interesting you just kind of had to pay attention to things and uh just kind of manipulate you know your movement of stuff and her movement um and then the last last boss fight i guess you could say well, that was that was just straight parkour that one was kind of annoying did you ever beat it kaden i'm damn near done with it Okay, yeah, the last level, there were pieces of it um, that uh, that were kind of frustrating, um, but overall it wasn't horrible. I'm hoping they turn this into a franchise. Kind of like, I'm hoping it gets like the same amount of love like the Shadow Warrior series gets, where, mm -hmm. um, like, it, of course, Shadow Warrior already had like a fan base and everything, because it's an old, like, 90s shooter. But, like, the reboot franchise was made by an indie studio, and um, yeah, they're already coming out with a third one soon. So I'm hoping this game gets that kind of love where it's, like, it's an underground game. Not many people are checking for it, but it's still, like, you know, one of those games people are like, yeah, that is a great game. Yeah, this one's definitely going to have, like, a good cult following to it. Um... I just can't wait to see the speedrun times. I haven't Honestly. checked. I haven't checked, but holy shit. Actually, what's the website? Speedrun.com? Yep. Classic. Hey, I'd like to point out, uh, this podcast so far has been fairly negative, but um, we're like moving on to more positive things right now. Ghost Rider uh, Out of Bounds, 90% is 46 minutes out of bounds. Is, well, it's 46, 42 for out of bounds, 46, 13 inbounds. Inbounds was how much? 46, 13. Holy Jesus. 46. <laughs> Holy Bro, shit! I hated... The one part about this game that I hated were the suicide bombers. Yes. Those were the most annoying things to deal with. Without a doubt. And they were obnoxious. Because they had, like, a artificial breathing system, so they'd come in... <laughs> dead. <laughs> Like, that's basically how those things operated, and it was painful to deal with. The number one time. Posted today! Yeah, 46 is posted today. 46 Ooh. minutes. First I want to see that one. First and second are posted today. I definitely want to see that one. That would be pretty fun to watch, actually. See what kind of strats they do, or like what sort of like... Um, we should what are, like, just... interesting uh, th things that they just... Uh, oh, it's on Switch, too? Shit! Oh, lit. Anyways, yeah, this is 100% up your alley. Perfect game for you, Josh. We should Simple. have a. We should have a. Um, Thirty bucks. Oh, like put it on YouTube. Us reacting to <laughs> speed run. <laughs> Auspicious conversation crew reacts <laughs> to speed runs. Oh my god, we should do that. That'd Bro, be fucking... if you want to react to speed runs, I have some great oh, ones to show I'm you. Down. I right. have an archive of fantastic clutch speedruns that I watch from time to time just because I love speedrunning so I much. I still think the funniest speedrun I ever saw was when um, the Doom Eternal dev team is reacting to the like glitch speedrun. Yeah, the, oh yeah? The They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was. was like, it's crazy how people find some stuff. Mm. There uh, was also, a. Also, your uh, audacity is uh, recording everything good, right? Yeah, I turned off my game. I turned up my game, I should say. Okay, sounds good. Uh, go ahead, Josh. Uh, there's this guy. My favorite speedrun of all times is this guy called Bonesaw. Uh, at 
Games Done Quick. Oh, I don't know which one. Uh, he got banned from Games Done Quick for the actual run. I don't know what he was doing, what was going on, but like he was like okay. So if you, if you know Games Done Quick, they're like very uh, strict about their rules and things of that nature, and he just like breaks all the rules in the speedrun. He's like swearing the whole time and he's like, oh I'm fucking I'm fucking shit. And he's like saying shit like that. And he's just like having a good time and laughing and everyone loves it. But the, the community organizers banned him. But it's it's like a 50 minute Jack and Daxter speedrun, hundred percent. And it's a really good run. And it's just like really entertaining, informative and funny. That's probably the one I'd recommend to anybody to watch if you just want something really cool for a bit is this funny dude the That's ghost, good watch. The ghost Runner, um speedrun guy it has first for the um any percent inbounds on the game the demo he has first for uh shadows of evil with round skip um solo pack a punch and then he has first for shadows of evil no gums one player kill shadow man who is it is it is it blade lamau yeah yeah, I'm watching his run on YouTube right now. He's a streamer. Hmm. Is it for Shadows, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I want to upgrade my PC because I definitely want to make ver- video versions of this podcast, but also kind of do like uh, videos of like the crew either playing things or reacting to things. It's just that I have like a freaking i5 in this PC and I have crappy RAM, so it takes me... I'm pretty sure I actually did like a full video for a podcast one time. Uh, it was when we talked about Darksiders Genesis. It was like over an hour long and it took like eight hours for my PC to render the video. So I was just yeah. like, I need, I want to upgrade my PC and actually get a second monitor as well before I really get into like video editing crap. Shit, dog. If, like, you wanna, I, if you want to do like a, like a squad game night, I could record it and send it to you. Since I got. 32 gigs of RAM, an i7. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just that the rendering process. I, I guess I could probably edit it and then send it to you to render. Could I do that? Yeah, you can. Okay. You, you use yeah. um, uh, Blender, right? Yes, that's yeah. what I used. Yeah, just send me the file and I can render it out and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's it, that eight hours running. It's just like, whoop! I gotta find something to do for the rest of the day. <laughs> There's a speed run for Roblox downhill smash. There's a speed run for everything. Trust me, because I used seconds. to try to find obscure ones to become a world record holder. Tried Rainbow Six Siege speed run? What? <laughs> you should. Probably uh, usually it's like no it, well it's usually if you see a speedrun for a game like that it's like the terrorist hunt you oh, know what yeah. i mean and there's certain settings you have to use because i remember in um world war cod world war 2 i tried to do this one speedrun which was like a kill race and you had to put a certain amount of bots on on a certain difficulty and you had it was like how fast you could get 30 kills and i was like number 3 in the world and i could not get better than that I've got everything to download uh, or to do Doom. I just need motivation to speedrun Doom. Doom one. I got crispy Doom and everything. I'd like to get into it. OG Doom or 2016? Yeah, no, no, Doom one. Gotcha. Uh, like the only game I've ever really tried to speedrun is Katana Zero, and I've got decent at it. It's just a matter of when you start speedrunning a game, you can virtually never play it the same again. Yeah. Yeah, it's ruined. Yeah. It gets ruined for you. I want to try. Don't speedrun your favorite yeah. game. 
I want to try and speedrun one of the uh, Hotline Miami games. See ya. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you know what I want to speedrun? Super Hot VR. Yo, I just yeah, got a VR. Yes, there, there are speedruns for it. I'm trying to see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at the Super Hot VR ones. Dude, yeah. the guy is literally like Neo from The Matrix. <laughs> Super Hot VR, 6 minutes and 83 seconds. We need to what? react to that one. Dude. Nobody watch <laughs> it. Nobody watch it. Any percent, 6 to... minutes, 83 seconds, posted one year ago. We need to squad watch and react to that. Nobody watch it. <laughs> okay, we'll wait until after the podcast. It's 6 minutes. We have time for a 6 minute video. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, it takes me like an hour and a half to beat that game. All right, uh, moving on to some of the other more positive things we'd like to talk about. Um, I know we all got pretty marveled out after Endgame. However, uh, they have started doing the filming for Spider-Man 3 and Thor Love and Thunder, two movies I'm actually really looking forward to. Because after Thor Ragnarok, uh, I became much more of a fan of him because he became more of a character. And I did like uh, the first two Spider-Man movies. Uh, was named Tom Holland. Holland, yep. Tom Holland. He, he he's hilarious. I honestly love him, and I feel like he does a really good portrayal of like what Spider-Man would be at his age. You know, since he's like a, a kid. Yeah. Um, Josh, I know you got marved out pretty hard. Uh, are you looking forward to any of these two movies? And I kind of my my Marvel face kind of died off. Because all the movies kind of turn into a very... I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say they're overly dramatic now. But the core of a Marvel movie doesn't feel the same as like when I was a kid. So like it hasn't... I haven't really been with the, that you know, studio in a while. Like, uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the OG Spider-Man? What's his name? Oh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, right? Yeah. Like... That like that first Spider-Man movie, like when I watch that movie, it's just everything I love about an early 2000s movie, or, or just like Marvel movies in general, like a superhero movie. It's like the come up. Well, you know what I mean? Do I have some unconfirmed rumor news for you? Well, kind of yeah, unconfirmed news for you. Oh, I, I, I know. I, yeah, I know what you, I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead and say. Uh, go Ryan ahead and say. Reynolds, I know what you're say. Uh, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire are technically part of the cast for Spider-Man Three and Doctor Strange: uh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh dear lord! <laughs> I just oh, get it. Lord. He's back. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, with Ryan Reynolds and Tobey Maguire all at the same time. Oh dear lord, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> just like. Like the scene where he web slings into a wall, you know. Tally ho! Or, like when, or, or when he's in like the really shitty costume and he's wrestling that guy. Yeah. Like That's those nice are the outfit. scenes I Did your husband for. make it for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that line would never fly today. <laughs> no, it would not. No, I'm not. Oh, Wait, man, do we have any? Just good times. Do we have any news on the Deadpool three actually? Um, it's in the works. They just gotta work out how they're gonna do it because a lot of people want rated R Deadpool. Kevin Feige and Bob Iger, by fuck Bob Iger, have both said they're open to having a rated R movie in the MCU. They just gotta really figure out how they're gonna go about it. The 
first two were already rated R. What's the concern this time? Because it wasn't with the MCU. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They were like they were just like standalone movies. Yeah, was, you well, know and then I mean? the second one was like X Men, but it was strictly X Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. True. So. There's one channel I watch on YouTube called uh, Comics Explain, and he had a good point of how they could do it, um, and just making it, like, calling the movie Deadpool, the sequel without a prequel, just based on the fact that it's Deadpool, and he's like a fourth wall breaker, so it could be like, hey, guess what, I'm with the big boys now, so. I think it would be kind of funny if, like, um, to make a PG-13 every time he just says something inappropriate, they just bleep him out. Dude, I'd be so agitated. <laughs> it, it would you know be what? kind I of would annoying. Be, I would be there be for that, though. I would, I would go watch it. <laughs> or, like, he just censors himself. <laughs> what like, oh, the I can't say that. What? I'm in the MCU now. <laughs> um... I'm pretty sure you can say uh, fuck at least once in a PG-13 movie, so we could in just a non-sexual it. manner. Yep. Yeah. But I don't so think Marvel's just... pulled that one yet. Have they? Yes, they oh. have. No. What movie? Yeah. What? Welcome what? to the uh, fucking um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one? Or, oh no, he's yeah. Frickin', no, he said freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. Did he? But he didn't say fuck. Yeah, but in any movie did they say fuck? I, I think. So. I don't think so. <laughs> well, those are two different two different answers. Uh, well, I should not have Googled that. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Has the F word ever been spoken in an end Only in, the, in Iron Man 2. Oh, wait. What the? I was trying to find instances of Marvel using... I was trying to find instances of Marvel using the word fuck in movies, okay? Did you get rule 34? So I, <laughs> so I Googled... Marvel fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I realized oh, right when I hit enter that that was a bad idea in all the search results. Oh, jo- my Josh's interest my was, was, Josh's interest was too pure, he didn't realize. Josh is scarred. I know, um, one of the ending lines, so, like, they had, like, a fucking ton of different ways they were going to end Endgame. And one of the ways they were thinking of ending it was having Tony, instead of saying, I'm Iron Man, saying, fuck you, fuck you <laughs> and snapping his fingers. So. I think him saying, I'm Iron Man is better. Yeah. It, it, it oh, just feels kind of out of character <laughs> for him. <laughs> fuck you, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. Oh no, it feel kind of out of character for Tony Stark, if you ask me. Or at least the way, what's his name, portrayed him. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name for some reason. Um, piece of news, I think all of us, pretty sure some, every one of us actually watched the first season of Mandalorian. Um, the second season released, uh, like October 30th, I think. It's very good. I haven't actually seen no the first episode. Or any episodes they released there's some, so far. There's some history and a half in the first fucking episode, dude. Like, well, like recap or no, like like no, like history, there's some history like, like in history there. Of, Star Wars history. Yeah, Star Wars history. Oh, that's like God. like yes. like you're. There is a there is a person. Well, there's there's a person. There's like a vehicle. There's like a there's a. a, 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 a I care about the person. A, a, a mark about on on a piece of equipment that you're like holy shit. 
Um, but if you know like Star Wars, you've seen Star Wars, you'll be able to recognize this stuff, and you're like, you're oh, making damn. me very excited to watch this. I mean, it's not you know out of proportion. It's just like, oh shit, I'm glad they're touching up on well, this. Well, well, no, no, no. One, one, whoa, 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 what's going on? You guys still hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my is, computer uh, is having a stroke. Oh, is, God, what's happening? Okay. Is Audacity uh, still recording? Yeah, 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 it is. I just checked. Okay. Um, If, like, there was a... Oh, God, I, don't, I can't say this, dude. Oh, I can't say it. I was just going to say there was... Well, okay. Surrounding the individual... Allegedly dead. Now, there's not. only one character. It's Darth I Maul. know of. <laughs> wait, no, wait, oh, wait, 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 one character I know of in Star Wars lore. No, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that anything. has died a lot of fucking times, Who's... but still alive. Who? I wait, who? am the Senate. Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Bubble hey, Fett. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. Bubble uh, Fett. No, you just gotta watch. You gotta watch Senate. and see. Bubble Fett fell into the Starlight Pit like three times <laughs> and didn't die. Just gotta watch and see. I think mean, he got like shot one time and didn't you die. You guys, so. dude, I don't know who plays the marshal. He's he's I, I, I'm I'm not like I'm not attracted to the man, but that's a, that was a sexy motherfucker. That guy. Oh yeah. That dude, he was a good looking dude. The guy that played the marshal. I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't know what what, what his name is, the actor name, but like he was a good looking dude. Um, yeah, we all watched the first season, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, and then everyone went ape shit about the dark saber. Yes, sir. That, uh, I most certainly did. That, I don't know his yeah. name. G- Gus Gus Fring. I don't know his name. Gustavo Fring. I don't know his name. I was saying it a lot bad. when um, he got revealed to be in fucking Far Cry 6. Oh, yeah. True. But it was confirmed that Mando is a part of the uh, Star Wars like universe in the same way the movies are right like, yeah, yeah he's, everything, everything that happens yes, in the mendo yes. is completely canon so oh yes canon. oh yes oh yes oh yes you yeah. watch episode one of this season and you will definitely believe it let me tell you when i saw the dark saber i got super hyped because i love darth maul that guy is one of my favorite well, i mean there's history uh, behind, besides darth maul within with the dark saber i know about, about but the fact but at the end of Solo, it was confirmed. Well, it, it's always been a thing in Star Wars that he did live the fall, but he was brought back in Solo, which is canon. No, and now yes, but, yes, but he was brought back in Clone Wars. He was brought yeah, back in, he, uh, in the movie. Solo. He was brought yeah, back in too. Star Wars Rebels, and yeah, that's Rebels. where but you find out when he actually no, no, dies. No, 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 but that was the cartoon. This is now the big. Well, no, the cartoon's screen, canon. Like, the, like Clone Wars and shit is canon. Yeah. I, I know, but this is the big screen that he's back in, uh, yeah, is what right. I'm saying. So me seeing the Darksaber, he had huge history with it. I'm just here like, let's go. I just want to know where he got it. I hope we, that, that's answered in this season, where he got the Darksaber. I, uh, think by the, I think by that point in the story, Darth Maul is dead. Um, well, yeah, but like, how, how did he... I don't know. Darth... Uh, oh, wait, this is after Palpatine, yeah. Palpatine died, correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty is... sure Palpatine killed him. No, 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 no. Well, wait, so, Obi-Wan is... kills... Obi-Wan ultimately is the one that kills Darth Maul. They have a fight on, I think, Tatooine. I can't, it's, it's been forever. Right. I'm rewatching everything. I'm going to rewatch Rebels. I'm rewatching Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, right because it happens in Rebels. Right now, yeah. I just. I, uh, Darth Maul, just that I just passed, the recent thing that happened with Darth Maul is he killed the, the Duchess, and then Obi-Wan was distraught. That's the most recent thing that happened with Darth Maul with me that I remember. Who killed Darth Maul? 
Um. <laughs> Mars weapon was going to. Oh wait, that's talking about the movie. Um. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna try to figure this out. I'm pretty sure Obi Wan kills Darth Maul in a fight. Cause I remember Maul and his brother were fighting Palpatine when he was the Emperor. Yeah, yeah, no, well, and no, Maul and he killed uh, Palpatine killed. Yeah, that was the scene that I was talking about. So Palpatine he kills uh, Duchess uh, um, Darth Maul, and then after later in the episode, uh, Palpatine comes back and he kills his brother, which is Savage Press. And, I'm telling you right now. I and then he takes word. him under, like, his, like, he makes Darth Maul his bitch. And I haven't seen anything past that because I haven't watched it. Like, he he said that he's like, he's like, please have mercy. Like, don't kill me. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do something much worse than kill you. David just killed him all. He's taking care of hey, Look in the, look in the, look in the, um, in the Discord chat. <laughs> yeah. The scene yeah. exactly where it happens. <laughs> huh? Exactly what happens. I have it right there. Oh, okay. Obi Wan does cap him. Mm-hmm. Baps him. And Darth Maul is like asking about Anakin. The but I will the, the second episode of the Man speaking going back to Mandalorian. It's it's good, but I feel like it was kind of filler in a way. Like there, not a lot happened, man. Hey, man. Some of the best episodes in ever have been filler. Well, yeah, but like I mean, there was a lot of uh, action here and there. Like it's it was. How long was Goku on the bridge? <laughs> Shut the fuck. Ah! <laughs> now that I think about it, do we have any sort of news about another Star Wars movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get rid of the sequel canon. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to not make the, the sequels canon. Wait, what? They're trying officially to get rid trying of to make, like, make sequels not canon. Yeah. So the whole trilogy that we yeah. just had was not be canon? Yeah. Yes. I mean, technically, anything in the EU, I'm pretty sure, isn't canon. No, but those aren't part of... So, like, the sequels are, as of right now, part of the story. Um, But they're... I think they realized that they really just kind of fucked up with the story. Um, Yeah. They're like, damn, we really made three movies without a roadmap. Yeah. Who the fuck did like, this? like, that was you, you, sir. You know, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know you fucked up when Kanye even says, "Like, dude, that was awful." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first movie was just like, um, was just like fan service, if you ask me. I will, it's basically so, just a reflection of the first Star Wars movie, and then the uh, second movie was an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. And then the third <laughs> movie was a little bit better, but still not. It, it just didn't hit, in my opinion. I still have yet to see Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's on. It's Wait, on. you really haven't seen it? No. <laughs> wow. I don't Holy plan on it either, especially if it's not going to be canon. No, no, Why would I waste my time next, on uh, that? That's gonna be the squad movie after uh, I, after this uh, semester's I, over for college. It's gonna be a squad movie. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. But uh, <laughs> dude, everything that happened, I have to give Disney credit where credits due. In the final scene, when Ray needed motivation to face Palpatine, they got back every voice actor that ever was uh, for a Jedi or an important Jedi, rather, to assist mm-hmm. Ray. Like they got. Um, the voice actor for Ahsoka Tano. They got the voice actor. They got Hayden Christensen. They got um, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. They got... Uh, they got Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Kill that motherfucker. Sure. Well, no, what, was Samuel Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> did, 
say, yeah. no, I, they got, I'm pretty sure they had, they had fucking Qui-Gon. They had a lot. They, but I was, it really surprised me with like Ahsoka. It was, there was Ahsoka because she was never been in live action before. Well, apparently she might be in later seasons, uh, not later seasons, I later episodes fucking, of The Mando. I would fucking love that, dude. Oh my god, Ahsoka Tano back in fucking action. I haven't the new I haven't seen the new season of Clone Wars yet. I've been rewatching it and the most recent thing that happened with Ahsoka for me is she left the Jedi Order because they like ex- like they uh, expelled her and then they were like, Hey, come back and then she's like, nah. I don't know about y'all, but I think that instead of just trying to do another, like, trilogy sort of ordeal, they should instead just focus on, like, the Star Wars story. Oh, no, shit! She um, actually is gonna be in the Mando. <laughs> really? Yes. Who is she played by? Is her voice Rosario Dawson. No. Oh. Damn. Remember, remember, you seen, um, the, uh, Marvel shows that were on Netflix, right? Uh, you mean like what, like, uh, like, like Iron Fist or something? Like Iron Fist, yeah. Luke Cage, all not that? Not really, no. Not, not a ton. Oh, well. The only one I've really seen is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that was, that's. No. Well, apparently Rosario Dawson is playing her. I don't know who that is. Hang on, I can do a quick search. Hmm. Uh, what do you guys think about that idea, though, of, um, maybe they should just focus on, like, the Star Wars stories? Because if you ask me, those were... I don't oh. think there was one that I disliked. Star Wars yeah, story? they should do the Star Wars uh, stories. Yeah, I feel like their own standalone. Or, well, and then possibly sequel. But I don't think they should set a uh, objective of having specifically a trilogy. Yeah. The first one was a trilogy. George Lucas was like, okay, we need to have prequels explaining the trilogy. So why not make it a trilogy? And I think Disney was like, fuck it, the other two are trilogies. <laughs> Fuck it, who wants that Star Wars money? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like if they are going to do another trilogy, it has to be around a super specific character like uh, Revan. Plagueis or Revan. Yeah, I would, dude, fucking, oh, that would be great. But, but, but back, a trilogy back on to, Revan would be good. Back to uh, uh, Padawan Tano. Padawan Tano. Uh, why... Is she be coming back in Mandalorian? How fucking wouldn't she be dead by then logically? Because she'd be super old. Well, she'd be like, she definitely wouldn't be. Um, well, she's a for her for her race. She'd be like wrinkly and old. Like they, it'd have to be like you'd have to recognize she was Ahsoka, and then she'd have to be like like some fucking old like well, I mean, chick on the side of the road, be like. She's a Padawan in Clone Wars, which means she's pretty fucking young. And then the and Rebels, only... she she's not a Jedi, but she um I don't know I I have never seen Rebels. She's for sure an adult by Rebels. Right by Rebels, um, but, but when is Rebels by Rebels is only when, Rebels uh, is, is in is in the original in... trilogy time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So and that, that that timeline probably... only lasted like thirty to forty years. Oh yeah, but she's still be on the older side. I don't know specifically her race. I don't know how. Yoda's uh, fucking 50, dude, in Mando. He's 50, or baby Yoda is 50 years old in Mandalorian. And Yoda is like fuck. 900 yeah, in the movies. Yeah, he was 900 died. 900 <laughs> So we are running at over an hour and a half. I have yeah, us at hour 34. We've been on a tangent about Star Wars. Uh, real quick, Josh, how are you feeling about Star Wars right now? Do you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions of how they should continue forward with it? 
I mean, I've never been, like, super into the deep lore of Star Wars. That's just never been who I am. I'm a Star Trek person. Uh, but I do enjoy watching The Mandalorian, and I'm going to continue to do so. Uh, I don't really know. Like, this, you guys were talking about how they're, like, potentially taking the shit that's currently in canon out of canon. Like, what on earth? I don't know. They just need to stick to stick to their guns. Be good. Um... We had two more little things. Uh, first was about Phasmophobia. Uh, it's a uh, horror game made by an indie studio. Uh, and it's it's fun. It's a good squad game. Uh, definitely something to play with the boys. It, it's freaky. It's fucking freaky. That shit scared me multiple times. I saw Caden get capped by ghosts. Um... And the last piece is something I'm actually pretty excited about and that I would probably pick up. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which oh. is going to be a complete remaster of the original trilogy for Mass Effect. When the fuck is that coming out right there, there, bud? Uh, they have not given a release date. I saw it on like Steam sort of news thing uh, a couple days ago. But um, well, I saw that and I was just like, yes, sir. Hey, I because might fucking. I've never played Mass Effect, so I might, I might live it through the remasters. Yeah, uh, I would definitely recommend that because Mass Effect One is so out of fucking date, dude. Oh yeah, I yeah. It's, like I, I never. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I didn't realize how spoiled I was by autosaves because I would just because it was set up as like you could basically save at any point as long as you're not like in combat or something like significant's going on. Right. But you know, since you're so spoiled by autosave, you just forget to do it, yeah, <laughs> and you know you just have to retrace your steps. So that's many something times. of the shittiest thing that like being a gamer, like playing a really good game when you're a kid. And then going back to it in like your early 20s and you're like, wow, this looks like a piece of shit. But as a kid, Honestly. you were like, this is incredible. This is like a, a world expanding, ever amazing, incredible graphics. And it was like fucking 8-bit and you're like, oh my god. That's called G mod. <laughs> I played it. Yeah. And I was like, this game looks like shit. <laughs> Dude, I, I fucking I, I was playing. I played uh, I'm, the Star Wars: The Old Republic. I played it on a buddy's old computer back in the, back in the day, and I was like, whoa, dude! I fucking got it, and I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to relive the Mass Effect trilogy because, for me personally, that is the greatest story character development character development i've ever witnessed in a video game so far um sure the ending was you know oh let's uh, send death threats to the devs but i didn't find it that bad and i definitely <laughs> think that just reliving that story those characters it's 100 percent worth it especially if it's like 4k remastered and they have it like up to date with how most games are nowadays um josh devs not before you do that yeah. Uh, if you send death threats to anyone because you disagree with how they're using or how they're uh, doing their uh, art and what they see for their own vision, go fuck yourself. Really? That's, that's, that's you're a little up, bitch. <laughs> that's devs, honestly some like. The devs of a Cyberpunk got death threats because they delayed the game. Um, so if you're sending death threats to someone because they delayed something or, you know, they're just not doing what you specifically want. You're a little bitch, um, and I hope you enjoy staying in your mother's basement. 
Yeah, that's some like basement dweller, neck beard, ain't getting no booty type people. Uh, Josh, uh, I know, I think, Caden, do you play any of the Mass Effect trilogy? I have Mass Effect 1 and 2 on Steam. Gotcha. I think Josh is the only other person besides me that's actually played the full trilogy. Uh, how do you feel about this? I didn't even know it existed until you mentioned it, so I'm very excited. Hey, he's excited. I am very excited because I love Mass Effect. And I like making my characters or my crewmates' lives as miserable as humanly possible. Because <laughs> what kind of leader would I be if I didn't try to kill all of them? Precisely. Well, you, you went renegade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually don't. I try to... The first time I played Mass Effect 2 or 3, I don't remember which one you had to like try hard to get the true ending and keep all your shipmates alive. I think Mass Effect 3. Two. Mass Effect 2. Or Mass Effect 2, yeah, yeah I got that mission. good ending for that, so... Uh, I, I never go Renegade. I was just saying that to, to me. I usually do pretty decent. Renegade is the option where you get to punch the reporter out the window, right? <laughs> I don't think you punch him out of the window. You just punch him and say, get off my ship. <laughs> I don't know. I think for the Legendary Edition, because like, for my playthrough of the first three, it was uh, Paragon. But I think for the Legendary Edition, I'll just go full Renegade. Just say, fuck it. Hey, man. <laughs> You gotta love. You gotta be a lovable asshole. <laughs> I always try to be like nice and diplomatic when I talk to people. I'm never like a dick. But I love watching videos of people being absolute fucking cocks. Honestly, <laughs> like being that biggest dickhead on planet Earth. And I'm like, how do you guys play the game like this and just just disrespect everybody? Bro, uh, uh, the hardest part about going full renegade is. Um with the Krogans and the Genophage, because if you go the Renegade option on that, Jesus Christ, you don't have a soul. I'm sorry, you do not have a soul. Uh, well that's uh, a, 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 some nerdy Mass Effect talking for people that don't understand. They're, they're like, what, what are they talking about? Too much to explain, whole another conversation. The dickhead Anyways, route in games is usually the most fun, I'm not gonna lie. True <laughs> I don't know, sometimes if you're like such a dickhead, I'm just here like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> But, um, moving on to finish up, wrap up the podcast. Caden, please give your closing remarks for episode 19. Um, Cyberpunk is coming out in December. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Um, and I will have one of the first review copies. Is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking shit. I'm not going to have a review, review copy. I wish. But, yeah. Um, uh, I'll see you guys on the next two podcasts. Uh, after that, because I'll be stuck playing Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Kaden is correct. Cyberpunk is coming out in December 2077. Austin, please keep your. We go, we go have some words, nigga. <laughs> Austin, please give your closing remarks for episode 19. Uh, keep it real. Keep it the first stage. Same as always. Stay safe. Alright, uh, Joshua, please give your closing remarks for episode 19. <laughs> right, so we had a long one. This was a good one. Yeah, this was, was good. This was a good podcast. We got, we got a lot done. We were very productive. Yeah. Alright, which is good. Josh, are you playing Overwatch? For next one. I, no comment. Are <laughs> 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 you playing Bastion, Josh? It, no, I am playing Zarya, and I just got gold damage, gold of limb. Oh, so, so you're, playing, you're playing the, uh, the, the Valkyrie analog. For uh, Overwatch, okay. Yeah, bro, I main Zarya. Zarya's elite. Zarya's right. a dude. 
<laughs> also true. <laughs> All right. My words of wisdom for this podcast is stay educated. Um, if you're going to talk about government, understand how the government works. If you're going to talk about economics, understand how the economic work. Economics works. Economic work. <laughs> get your education. Uh, get your education. Stay educated. We live in an information era where everything is at the touch of a finger. Um, you so have yeah. no excuse to be retarded. I also think that um, <laughs> that uh, there should be some education reform. Yes. That's a whole another topic, though. Anyways, uh, I ain't got no more talk. Less ride. <laughs>